Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. October 6th, it's a Friday, 2023. Uh, got to uh, go into work today, so that's a good thing. Uh, hoping it passes relatively quickly because we're down to four, five, maybe six football games if we make the playoffs. Uh, my middle son, who is 18, is a senior in high school, and uh, he is playing. And so, uh, you know, if you've ever had a senior in high school, you sort of lament, you know. Uh, the, I'll still go to football games, but, but there's a difference when your kid's out there. So, you know, it's sort of a wistful thing, but hey, on to victory, right? That's we got a heck of a team this year, so... A lot, of, a lot of day planned. I won't be able to lay my head on my pillow till probably around midnight. So, uh, so <laughs> and I got up at five. So it'll, it'll be a long stretch. It'll be a good stretch. I want to talk today about something that I think we, we always have to talk about, and that is being honest with one's self about who you are, where you're at, the motivations. And that may sound simple. You may think, well, you know, I can, I can be honest with myself. But I think there's something very subtle here that we need to discuss. And I want to share with you a, a few stories uh, to try to articulate or to point out what I mean. Because being truly aware of oneself is is much different than living out of a conceptual uh, goal-setting type of life. In other words, you know, most of us have a concept or have an idea of where we may want to go or what we may want to do and we arrange things. And But often we're just manipulating and living out of a false sense of self I think there's a deeper awareness that can go on in, in, in a person's life, but it's, it's very difficult because it calls us to really name for ourselves what lies at the core of our motivations, what lies at the core of our needs and our wants. Uh, and it calls for us to look at our ego. And so that's tough. <laughs> But that is the work of spirituality. So here we go. Let's, let's, let's talk about this. We live in a world where we are taught that we know what's best for us. And we are given all sorts of tools in psychology and and ways of thinking and strategies of thinking that that we employ. What we're not taught in this world is to know who we truly are. And I'm not saying that, you know, having a strategy for your life is bad. But what I'm saying is that most of the time the strategies or the the psychologies or the institutionalization of things that comes from people not knowing themselves and therefore 
it will not achieve any goal. As a matter of fact, if, if, if we're not careful, and we do this a lot, we can fool ourselves into believing something that's not true about who we are or about the institutions or the beliefs that we hold, etc. It's in that self-awareness that I think we find the capacity to truly spiritually grow. Let me give you a couple stories as promised here. I have met many people, and this is sort of a, this isn't one particular person, but maybe it's an amalgam of, of many people I've met in my life who are preoccupied with improving their life. Totally always trying to make decisions, always thinking about what, what other people are thinking or about what they're thinking or about how to approach something or uh, how to do things exactly right. Uh, how to place people and places and things in your life that are to your benefit. I will tell you that everyone I've met to some degree does this. A lot of people I've met, that's their whole life. Their whole mode of improvement, if you will, or their whole mode of, of life is to arrange life to get what they believe they deserve or they believe they want or they believe they need or they believe, etc., etc. Now, you'll notice in that statement, it's all about the person. It's all about the individual who is trying to gain and achieve. Now, that may not sound that strange to people because that's exactly how our world is, is created, uh, how we've created our world, our reality. We are taught from birth to get what we need, to, you know, be nice when we can, but, <laughs> or be kind when we can, but at the end of the day, it's really about your wants and needs, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I have met people and I still meet people who approach life, who approach spiritual growth, who approach religion or spirituality with that mindset, that mindset of, I need to get mine. That's what this is really about. That's what a lot of people think. It's really not about the other, only in that they can serve as a person who can help me, even if it's a positive thing, right? But it's this notion of self-absorption that is really part of the false reality, my friends. This insistence that, that we make life what we determine it to be. Now, there's nothing wrong with improving your life. Hear me out. If there's something or someone toxic in your life, there's no time for that stuff. I get it, man. Trust me, I've cut many a toxic person out of my life. But there's a difference between wanting a better life and actively manipulating people to set things up the way you want them set up. 
actively ignoring other people's feelings or manipulating other people to get your way. So there's one sort of story on an individual level. I could name specific people or I could talk about specific people, but I won't. Let's just say a good 90% of the people I have encountered function out of that mentality. Even if they're the kindest, most gentlest people you've ever met, often there's this sense that there's a game or an agenda or a manipulation going on. Okay, It also happens collectively. And this I'm going to talk more specific about. Uh, because I think that many of our... Well, I need to be careful of my words. Many of the institutions that we hold as sacred or precious in our world are... Well, all of them. <laughs> let me just let me say it that way. All of them are formed from these 90 or 95% of people who believe that they know what's best for them and they're going to do what they need to do to get their way. Well, when an institution is formed out of that mindset, that's the mindset of the institution. And I can tell you, my friends, uh, from the study of religion to the working in religion, that organized religion is very much that. I'm not saying that you can't find good support or they're not good people. They're mostly unaware of their motivations. They're mostly unaware of their manipulation of other people. They believe it to be right. They believe it to be good. They believe it to be necessary to manipulate others into listening to them or to hearing them or to hearing their message. That comes from, my friends, a lack of human self-awareness. We are not aware as humans, and therefore we build structures in our reality that are not aware of, of their motivation. Or if they're aware of their motivation, they have clothed it in language of righteousness or authority or destiny. And I have always said this, you know, to be self-aware, to be self-reflective as a human is incredibly hard. To be self-reflective as a group is almost impossible. I always wondered why, and I never really knew until I finally understood that that's because what, what institutions are in our reality are a collection of people. And most collections of people are very unself-aware. And that's not to say that they're bad or it's bad. You know, I'm not saying these are, I'm not demonizing anything. What I'm saying is if a person is not aware of their own authenticity or aware of their own motives or aware of their own manipulations, then the families they run, the institutions they head, the institutions they're a part of will be that thing too. It will be a necessarily unself-aware thing in order to achieve a goal. Uh, I had a friend tell me a few weeks ago that they had went to a 
I have a lot of friends that are still involved in religion. I doubt if you're listening, so that's okay. Um, but I had someone tell me a few weeks ago that they went to a conference where a person at the conference said, the best way to introduce people to Jesus is to bring up a conversation that has nothing to do with religion. And I looked at my friend and I thought, and I said it out loud too, wow, that is really manipulative. That is really, <laughs> that is really a manipulation. That is assuming that you have some truth that this other person doesn't have or some piece of information that, that they don't have. You're assuming that this stranger or whoever is unhappy because they don't believe like you. But that's what we do, right? We have to judge ourselves against who doesn't look or believe or think like us in order to validate how we believe, in order to validate where we belong. To, to do that, to, to manipulate another human being like that is profoundly unaware of the truth, is to be profoundly unaware of the, tr unaware of the truth of what it really means to be human. You know, if some, one of the things I learned in 12-step programs is you need to practice attraction rather than promotion. In other words, if you live love and kindness, people are going to ask you, how the hell are you doing this? And then you can say, you know, whatever. But I'm going to tell you, folks, that's rare. One more story. Many years ago, I was pastoring a church. And we decided to help out the community on one of its summer celebration days. I forget the name of the day. It was, you know, one of those celebrations that little towns do during the summer. And the youth group and I decided to give out water, cold bottles of water, but with no advertising. Just give it and walk on. So they did it. It was a big success. The kids felt good about it. You know, people who received the water felt good about it. I think they gave away several dozens of bottles of water without telling anyone that it was from a church or anything. A few weeks later, one of the people from the church took issue with that, believing that we needed to promote and to put, you know, the worship times on the bottle of water, blah, 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 blah. And I shared with that person that, you know, if, if you truly believe what you believe, if you truly believe that there's a God that, you know, can, can transform people, then you shouldn't have to advertise. The advertisement is the manipulation. It's the part of, of who we are that is still in the false reality. The fact that you gave someone a cool drink on a hot day, that's enough. Well, needless to say, folks, I don't, I'm not in that profession anymore. Uh, because that notion was just, it, it was just, you know, that was one of many things that was just too far out, I guess that people don't deserve a free drink of water. They have to be sold something. What I had to come to learn was that's the way we're trained to think. We are trained to think, my friends, that, that we have to have a transactional way of being. 
and that we need to get what we need to get from others if we give something. Or we need to arrange life. We need to use people like chess pieces in order to achieve something. Well, let me tell you, that's false reality, my friends. Uh, That's false reality. Now, I need to say this. That there comes time, there does come a time when you do have to reach out for help, for assistance. There does come a time when you need to lean on people. Uh, That's not manipulation, that's support. And you need to be self-aware enough to know the difference. And I think, in, I think, you know, I think, like church institutions or self-help groups, can offer that. That may be the purpose of them. Uh, but we need to be very self-aware that that we are very much conditioned to manipulate things to our advantage. And because we don't know who we are, our advantage is often false. There you have it, my friends. Live love, and you cannot go wrong. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.